Welcome to Hola Mama Podcast. This is Natalie. And this is Christina. And we're just two friends sharing the weirdness and wonder that comes with everyday mamahood. Hoping to encourage our multicultural mamas as we navigate and raise our little ones between our two worlds. One bilingual conversation at a time. So while you clean up those big messes or fold those tiny little clothes, turn up the volume and join us as we talk all things mamahood. Hi, moms. Welcome to season three of Hola Mama podcast. As always, I am with my co-host, Christina. Hey, everyone. It's so good to be back. (laughs) It does feel so good. You know what? I loved, you know what the podcast does? It gives me structure. Like I know every Wednesday we're going to be chatting and it just makes the weeks go by super fast. But also I savor each week that goes by because I'm talking to other people and chatting with you and editing and I just love that we're back so how was your break Christina how are you doing it was good so we are getting a lot of things done and one of those is that my kids are official Mexican citizens congratulations (laughs) I did see that that's awesome it's so funny because I think half of my friends who are American are really confused like why why is that important but we always wanted um, just to be able to value both their heritages, so Mexican and American citizenships. And when you have Mexican citizenship, you can have it all your life as well as American, which is really nice because there's some um, countries that that's not possible. Like my parents are Colombian, USA, and then I was born in Guatemala. So Guatemala and Colombia, you can't have triple citizenship or even dual. It has to be one. So I only have American citizenship. But with Mexico, they definitely can have both all their life. So that's going to make everything so, yeah, so fun and easy when we cross the border, visit grandparents and just, you know, pull out their passport and brings me to my next exciting venture because we're going to visit our side of the family in Mexico in a couple of weeks. And we're so pumped about that. We've done this every year in the summer or the winter. So just trying to stay connected with our family and friends down there. And then, you know, their grandparents and all that are down there. So their whole childhood is going to be full of all these great memories of going to Mexico. And now even, you know, regardless of what's happened with the borders, they'll still be able to go. So that's super cool. And one of the things I'm most looking forward to is as soon as we get back from Mexico, we are going to move to another house right here in our neighborhood. So it's about two neighborhoods over. So Puerto Rico, still same area. Randomly last week, a friend of ours sent us a picture of a house two neighborhoods over. And it's the exact same thing we pay here. So like rent, but it's got three extra bedrooms and it's so big and spacious. It's beautiful. We immediately called the lady, went to see it, loved it. We're getting the contracts all signed up now and we'll move August 1st. So we're so pumped that we come back to Mexico. We'll move there. Christine has so many like exciting things happening. I feel like in this break that we had, you launched pearls and plaid which is also like whoa go you I love seeing all the mom takeovers on your account I love seeing that you're starting to sell these boxes and blessing so many moms out there like that's amazing and also like it's exciting for the podcast and what we're doing and just changing things up so I am super excited about this episode because we have such a fun announcement to make. Are you ready? Oh my word. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I want to introduce a friend of ours that is 
joining us on this conversation. Her name is Nydia Stecky. Hi, Nydia. Hi, girls. How are you? We're doing good. <laughs> we're, we're ready to chat with you, and we are so excited that you're here with us today. Nydia, I love the way that we found each other, or more like you found us. And so I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself, who you are, and then we'll let our listeners know how we found each other and what our fun announcement is for this season. So um, my name is Nadia Stecky, as you already said. Um, I am married to Ben. We've been married. This October will be 22 years. We have three kids. <laughs> um, my oldest, Isabella, is 18 middle is Lucas he is 16 and our youngest is Olivia she is 13 so in the last year I've just kind of learned to say that I'm like mothering um what feels like every stage all together simultaneously um college high school and now my middle schooler who is graduating right now and also becoming a high schooler that's pretty cool that's awesome. I love that you have older kids because I feel like we cover basically all the age ranges here. That's awesome. So um, I was, I don't remember what I was doing in my garden about four weeks ago. And, um, oh, I remember now. I was actually planting some beets, some seedling beets into the garden and Camille was there helping me. And I was actually very deep in thought, thinking about the podcast, thinking about what I was doing on this podcast, what the purpose of this was. I think that day, Christina, you and I were sending each other voicemails about it. Um, yes, what our yes. goals were for this season. It just felt like we realized we love what we were doing. It was helping both her and I, and we were just um, looking and searching and praying that God would direct us towards the next step of this podcast. And um, as I was kneeling there with Camille and we were sewing our beets and our little seedlings, I got a message from this Nydia person, right, <laughs> on Anchor. And um, honestly, all I heard was, Natalie, this is Nydia from so-and-so organization, and here's my number I am with, and the rest of the message blurred out. So... I would love, Nydia, for you to share really what was happening on the other side of that conversation before you reached out to us. So tell us, how did you find us? Okay, so um, I have to do a little bit of introducing of that organization. Um, so I coach uh, MOPS in Espanol groups for MOPS International. Um, we just started this branch of MOPS uh, two years ago. And um, one of the awesome things about quarantine was just kind of like the space of time, right? So all of us have had a little bit more time to do a bunch of different things and maybe think thoughts out all the way. Um, and in that, I decided, I really felt like God had put on my heart to start. So I don't like taking pictures of myself, let alone listening to myself speak via video or recording. Um, and yet here you are, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, recording exactly, yourself. exactly. So I felt the Lord lead that I needed to be willing to do those things. And I'm totally willing to do it for a cause that is not my own. Um, so I was going to start recording um, short 
grabaciones, let's call it, um, encouragements, mom lessons. And I, the, the, the title Hola Mama came to mind simply because I'd made this graphic to make this little video. And then the next thought was I should start an Instagram account for Moms in Espanol with like the title Hola Mama. And then I could post like weekly grabaciones with these words of encouragement, um, little mom lessons type things. So when I hop onto Instagram to reserve this name, guess what? It was taken. And I was like, oh man, what am I going to do? So I go to my husband. I'm like, Ben, I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, this is what I was going to do. And look, and it's taken. He's like, oh, he goes, why don't you call them? I said, call them. I'm like, why would I call them? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll call them. Just maybe talk about mom's in the for a bit. But other than that, um, next day I talked to my daughter. We were just having conversation as a matter of fact about friendship and I telling her about this she said same conversation similar I had to my with my husband she said well ma just call them I call them I'm like you know daddy said the same thing why would I call them and she goes mommy she goes the way we do things nowadays is collabs I was like collabs <laughs> so because that's the 18 year old by the way um she's right <laughs> so because I said, you know what? Two people. Okay. I'll just reach out. So the next day I reached out and that was a message that you got, Natalie. That's amazing. I love how God works everything and puts it together because here I was deep in thought, asking and praying God, how and where, what direction do I take this podcast in? Should I even do it anymore? Is it consuming more time? Is it beneficial? And then I get this call from Nydia, who is super excited about the name Hola Mama, <laughs> the title Hola Mama. <laughs> and then we realize that Hola Mama and the organization that she represents have the same heart and have the same, um, I would say, goals. And that goal is community and friendship, won't you say? Um, Definitely. I mm-hmm. think I said that to you. Um, said, I don't really know what I'm suggesting i just know that we have the same heart right and as as perfecto so i texted christina and i said christina there's this lady who is uh you know left us a message something about mops i've never heard of that what is that and she just right away got super excited and said yes say yes to whatever she wants (laughs) so um (laughs) Since for the people that are in the same place that I was, I had never heard of MOPS. Would you mind taking some time and introducing us to that? And um, also, Christina, what has been your experience with it? Okay. So, yeah, I love to talk about MOPS. Anybody that knows me knows MOPS is um, not too far behind in conversation. But I'm going to share with you a little bit, starting with um, with my own historia personal, let's Mm -hmm. say. So what happens is a little bit into motherhood, like just after my oldest daughter was born, you know, those first several weeks, as I'm sure many moms have experienced, were totally amazing and totally hard. And for me, the part that really, there's a couple of things that made it really hard. Once when I had this unexpected C-section, that was the thing I never bothered to imagine as an option. And then nursing was so tough. Um, so it was hard. Yeah. I remember f- being in my robe a lot. I had a friend who lived a block, actually two blocks away. 
she was so awesome to come over several times. Um, but I didn't have any other, I had two other friends who had young kids, but my daughter was born in November, like literally the day after Thanksgiving or the day before Thanksgiving. So what that means in New Jersey is winter. It was cold. Like you're, you don't, you don't want to take your child out, your newborn baby, especially if she's your first, you're like super cuidadosa. Um, so anyways, several weeks into that, I don't remember exactly what happened specifically, but I just remember having this, this feeling of just knowing that we were not meant to do motherhood this way. We were not meant to do motherhood specifically alone. Now think about like, I'm of a generation, we're all of this generation where we have our moms work, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it wasn't like my mom was readily available to me or my mother-in-law was readily available to me because they were both working. And so after the first week when my husband went back to work, I really, it was just me and my newborn. And I just really knew we were not meant to do this alone. Well, eventually that led to my remembering about hearing of MOPS. MOPS means mothers of preschoolers. That does not mean that it's only for moms who have preschoolers, but it is a a nonprofit organization, faith-based, started almost 50 years ago in Denver, Colorado by a few young moms who had a felt need for relationships, for support from other moms through motherhood, and yet knowing that Jesus really is the need meter. So today, MOPS, Mothers of Preschoolers International, it exists to encourage and equip moms of young children to realize their potential as mothers, women, and leaders in relationship with Jesus and in partnership with the local church. Um, so it is um, such a great, I would say, support group, right? Of just mm-hmm. what most MOPS groups, whether they're MOPS in Español or just MOPS, you know, we exist all, literally all over the world in every continent, over 60 countries. We, the amazing thing about motherhood is that it's like the international language. It crosses or bridges the gap of culture um just think about like we, let's say you're at the park you see a mom even if, if even if she is not speaking your language you see what she's doing with her kid you see what the kid is doing and you're like oh my gosh I totally know what she's saying Tim mm-hmm. I know what's happening mm-hmm. that's kind of where we where, where we step in that's amazing I love everything about mops um I remember that I first heard of it when my husband and I were living in Taiwan and it was so amazing because the, our church there had mops. And when we moved here, I loved seeing the huge banner of mops at our church here in Puerto Rico as well. So literally, anytime I see that word mops, I'm like, oh, my word, we're in good hands. This is the place to be. And I remember needing this big time when I was having my oldest because before I heard about mops, I would literally go to YMCA's and just for the two hours of free childcare, <laughs> And then I would sit on a bench and like, just do nothing, write a letter, listen to a podcast, but just to not have little people crawling all over me, ask me for snacks. And I just didn't even go to YMCA's to work out. I would go for the two hours of free childcare. So MOPS, the best thing about MOPS is that a lot of other organizations with moms that do mom events, it's, it doesn't include childcare. And that was my thing. I was always like, okay, what am I going to do with my kids? Like, I love that idea, but what am I supposed to do with my kids? I'm a mom. Like, I can't just, you know, keep paying sitters or get my husband to stay with them. So that was what just blew my mind whenever I could just bring my kids. They could have a great time. I could have mom time. And it's so such an understanding atmosphere. Our 
our moms here in Puerto Rico, they get together twice a month. And I love that some moms are like in the back holding babies and it's not disturbing at all. And it's not like a problem if there's cries happening or whatever. And I'm just like, I love this. You don't have to feel like tense that your child is, he keeps running out of the <laughs> room where the kids are or whatever to ask you questions. Like, I love it. It's just like, we're moms. This is what we do. It's okay. You know? And I just, it's such a yeah, chill, relaxing, just cultivating environment. I love it. I can't wait to like join the nearest or closest moms groups here to me. And I didn't think there would be any because uh, hashtag desert life. Um, <laughs> there's not a lot up here, but I was surprised to Google it. And there's actually three different mops groups that gets together here in the desert where I'm at. So thanks to COVID-19, I can't join them yet. And I <laughs> don't want to do it through Zoom. Like I need oh, yeah. to meet you in person first and get to know you. And then, you know, we can video chat all you want. But um, I'm super excited because my local church actually has like a women's prayer meeting once a week. And I have not gone um, since Caleb was born. That's almost two years already. Only wow. because um, I know that it's going to be hard to keep him quiet, to keep Camille quiet. I know I'm not going to even enjoy the prayer time because yeah. I'm going to be worried about them. And even For if sure. I do concentrate on praying, they're going to be running around, jumping on the chairs, getting hurt or making you know, a yeah. big deal. And to be honest, one of the things that has you know kept me from going is that a lot of the women in church are older. And they don't remember what it's like to have little ones. True. <laughs> That's really cool that you should say that, actually, because the way that we structure mops ministry is we include every mom and it, but like specific place. So, for example, you are correct. Like when I became a mom, I the thing that was in my heart is I wanted to know that I was not the only one. Like there were other women out there like me who loved this thing, but were also willing to say that this is hard. And so you go to a mops meeting, you meet those moms who are like you, who you can relate to. And then you have the moms who are grandmas and they're your mentor moms They're the moms who are reminding you, you know, it gets better. You're going to get through this. This is okay. And, you know, maybe this is what you can expect, but they're there to put an arm around you to maybe hold your baby and just make you feel like I'm good. And this is going to be good. Yeah, I Honestly, the first time that I heard about mops from both of you, I knew like this is what my soul was craving when I was desperately looking for friends. I was in a place where I had a two-year-old and a newborn and my house was a disaster and my hair hadn't been washed for I didn't know how long. <laughs> I didn't have the like I didn't have the energy to even feed myself good food, mm. especially feed my kid. I was just like down in the dumps. And I remember thinking, I just want somebody to be here and sit with me <laughs> and just yeah. talk about this. And I remember thinking, what can I do to make friends? And I wished and I craved for a place where I can go hang out with other moms and not worry about our kids, you know, breaking anything in their house or um, yeah. worried about if I invited someone over to my place, I would have to cook something or I would have to, you know, yeah. work for friendship. Yeah. I want yeah. to go to a place where it was like hands free. I can just show up and let my, um, heart just be my love tank just 
fill up again and that energy and that um, new vision for, you know, your household and what you want to do with your kids. Cause honestly, like it doesn't take a lot. You give a mom like some money and keys and time alone and she's going out to target for an hour and that's enough. She comes back and she's like, I love my life. I love my kids. It's true. It's It's true. true. Yeah. Your whole perspective changes. You're like revived. I hear what you're saying. And now for me, right? Because like my kids are older than your kids are now. And I knew this as it was happening when I was at your stage of motherhood, but now even more so. See, what was so, I'm like you. I don't need a ton of time of like alone time to feel like, to feel refreshed. A trip to Target, a Starbucks caramel macchiato is like my vacation moment. Um, Yeah. But (laughs) what add to that, hearing whether it is other people's experiences being feeling like I relate to somebody or the wisdom that I hear from a mentor mom or from a speaker that comes to share they have been amazing moments that have prepped like prepared me for the years to come so it wasn't just a a breath of fresh air it wasn't just my oxygen for that moment or that day but it was like re- investment for the future that I look back, I knew it as it was happening, but now that I'm here, I'm like, I can't even tell you. I mean, that's why I'm still here. You mm-hmm. know, 18 years later, I'm still with moms because it has made such a difference to me in my marriage, in my relationships, obviously as a mom to just give me the fuel and in many cases, the wisdom and most especially the relationships. My mentor mom is still one of my very good friends to this day. That's amazing. Nidia, I love that because I feel like you're already on the other side of the stage in life where our children are little. Um, and I know like the older they get, different issues will encounter yeah. in motherhood. And I'm sure you know that. But right now, like when you have little ones and they all need you at the same time, it is quite overwhelming. And we've said this before, as moms, we tend to just lay our lives before our children and our household. And that includes friendships. That includes community. It, it, we are willing to separate ourselves from that in order to focus on our children, not knowing that that's actually very detrimental. It's very um, bad for us emotionally because moms were made to be in community. We need other women. It's the reason why we talk so much. We have so many words that we need to say, and we have all these emotions that we need to share. So yeah, I believe that this is a perfect way to create and build lifelong friendships. It's so true. And he, and here's the thing you said something very key. You said as moms, we need friendships. Well, here's the thing as women, we need friendships. And so we, the day that we became a mom, we never stopped being a woman. We never stopped being a girl because even our little girls need friendships. It's just who we are, which kind of segues right into the topic for today. And for me, this is such a near and it's, it's probably the most near and dear subject in my life. Um, because I am first generation American. And so my mom is from Argentina. My dad is from Cape Verde. Uh, they're Portuguese islands off the coast of Africa. He spent 
a bunch of years in Argentina. So therefore, you know, we grew up speaking Spanish at home, but it was just us. Like, you know, my mom is one of 16 kids. My dad is one of eight and all of our family is overseas. Visiting family for me has been getting on a flight and going somewhere and that's not easy, you know? So I felt a lot alone. So what for me it did is I always had, I would say several best friends and I paid a lot of attention to my friendships. God had put on my heart to just look at the friendships that were in my life and to stop and say, okay, which one of these friends know me for who I am and love me anyway? And then kind of like make a mental list of those friends and start investing extra. No, forget about the other friendships. That's, that was not just start investing extra time into those friends, talking to you from a season of learning a new thing about friendship right now, where I feel like that does kind of take us to like that first question, which is something that I've really had to look at lately is what do you want or expect from a good friend? Yeah, I think that for me, and everyone's personality is different. But for me, it's especially important whenever they friends invite me to things they do. And even if I can go or not go, I love that they thought of me that they would like they invited me. So that means they wanted me there. And the opposite is so true that when (laughs) I was so bad FOMO, but when I find out about like, things that they you know friends did or whatever a bunch of mom friends or friends I have and then they were like oh sorry we forgot to invite you you're like okay well I don't know if that hurts more or not but thanks for forgetting me (laughs) (laughs) you have no idea how many tears I've cried over this friendship situation because it's true they change and they're continually changing evolving and all that and it is I'm a big people person so I definitely get my energy from people and it doesn't even require that much like I don't need constant interaction or everyday texts or calls or anything just to know that I was invited to something that they did or a play mm. day or mom hangout or like friend had a birthday the other day and all our mom friends went and they totally forgot to invite me. And oh my word, it just hurts. Like, because then you're like, I might've even not been able to go, but just to know that I was thought of that I was, you, you wanted me there is so, so sweet. And yeah. Yeah. I think, um, friendships and motherhood, honestly, I've never had an issue with friendships because uh, when you're single, it's so easy to just drop what you're doing and go hang out. In fact, that's Mm -hmm. what you want to do, right? When you're, uh, you've got all the time in the world. Um, But once you become a mom, honestly, what I expect from a good friend is just someone that I can be truly, truly myself um, with and just be real. Um, that I can have them over my house for a cup of coffee. We can just move the laundry over on the couch so we can sit down and, and chat where I don't have to worry about, oh no, everything has to be perfect and clean and no, but that I would just be super real and transparent with this person. And I think that's what I crave for in friendships right now, just a realness. Um, and I think it stems from, we've adapted to this very minimalistic lifestyle, right? It's, it's a trendy thing in our homes and our decor and our organization, but somehow we've also translated that into our friendships where um, we can keep that very minimal, our communication, very minimal, just a text here and there. We connect through um, social media where I see your life. You see mine, Mm. but there is nothing deep. There's no debt to us. It's very minimalistic. And, I want to push back further 
than just um, surface friendships. And mm-hmm. I'm really working hard at this. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, it always takes that one person to make that first step, that first move to invite someone over into your space where it's not perfect, where it's very real. And then they kind of let down their guard too. It's like, oh, well, they live this way too. So mm-hmm. um, it just gives you freedom of being open, even gives you freedom of like saying, you know what? Yeah, my house is messy, but I need someone right now. So, hey, do you want to come over and we can even just sit in the driveway and chat or mm-hmm. you can come on in, bring your kids, let them make a mess. Like, that's what I want. That's what I expect in a, in a good friendship. In my season, it's the same because number one, it's very hard for me to stop long enough to, if I'm going to have somebody over to, to, to have everything, every I dotted, like maybe in my mind, I think I should, like, I don't, I don't want that. The other thing is life is super busy, to be honest, like to, 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 to have relationships where you can't be who you are. I don't know. Like, it's not that I love to go out and have a good time, but I also need to have the friend where I can say, you know what, right now, if I'm going to be honest with you, and I don't want to be honest with a ton of people, I just want to be honest with you, I'm super scared about this one thing. And I know that maybe it sounds irrational, but that's really how I feel. And I, I so appreciate the friendships, and I'm saying this because this is the conversation I had this morning. Um, I so appreciate those friendships that I know she's saying to me, you know what, don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. She means it, but I also know she totally knows my heart and she's feeling my heart the same way that I am. So I know she may not be saying it, but she's praying for me the way that I feel and not the way she thinks I'm supposed to feel. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. That's amazing because it's true. It's one thing like it's hard whenever you get people are like, it's going to be fine. Like get over it or like there's. You're, this is totally unnecessary worry. And you're like, but this is how I feel. And Natalie, I love what you were mentioning about minimalist, minimalism crossing over into our friendships. I never thought of it that way, but it's so true. We, It's so easy. Like, I was just thinking about this yesterday. I was, like, feeling down in the dumps about this whole topic of friendship. And I was thinking, most of my friends are all on social media and people I don't even know face to face. This is where my life has come to. Like, where are my friends that I can just see face to face? And that's why I think that Mops has brought in this specific thing of finding friends in your area that you can have that face-to-face relationship with. And that's like so good and so key. But I love all these conversations. This is so amazing. In fact, and people that you can be real with, moms that you can be real with, that is so key. I was remembering when um, we first moved here to Puerto Rico and one of my mom friends was this sweet German girl and she had a little boy saw your age but it was so funny because I was like you guys should come over and you know we can do a play date or whatever and she came over and she was just like wow all your toys are like so many colors do you know that that overstimulates kids and like I prefer them to all be wooden <laughs> and maybe we'll do play dates in my house next time because I don't want to expose my son to this and I was like what and I just thought oh man suddenly I was like I'm gonna throw all my colored toys away and just get wooden things and maybe I'm doing this wrong and like what I wasn't like where's the manual on toys. <laughs> toys are but I was just like now I'm not wanting anyone to come over because I feel like nothing like who knows if it's going to be right for them or not. Honestly, honestly, I feel like friendships in motherhood is like dating. 
Like, yeah. not every mom is going to be your friend mom. Not every right. friend mom is perfect for you. And right. that's okay. Like, we all have different personalities. We all have different ways of raising our own kids. You just have to find, like, the one or two or three moms that you can be yourself with and have all your color toys all over with <laughs> and they would yeah. be more than happy with that but like just like dating you know it takes that one step like somebody's got to do the pickup line somebody's got to invite the other mom somebody's got to take that first step and if it doesn't work out then you move on you just don't you know you yeah. you move on so yep. that's kind of how I see friendships right now in my life it's interesting that you would um, kind of give that kind of comparison to dating because for me, it's almost like, so there's that stage of friendship where, like you said, you know, just how you described it, that's dating. And then after you've gotten through that stage, I feel like friendship is a little like marriage, of course, obviously different, but in that commitment of friendship that you know, we've gone through this stage of figuring out whether or not we make a good friendship team, but then it's buckling down and saying, I am going to commit to be here for this friend through thick and thin. It's kind of a both. I feel like that dating season. And then once you've found your friend, one or two, however it is, just deciding like, I'm going to be this person's lifetime friend. So it's a decision that we make to cultivate, you know, and put into the friendships. That's really good. I, I really like that. I, um, I felt that all of my friends, um, wouldn't understand because they weren't moms. Um, at least the ones that were the closest to me before I had uh, my babies. And I mean, really close. They came and were at my wedding and were my bridesmaids and, um, and as soon as I had a baby, it, something just clicked and said they wouldn't relate. They wouldn't know what I'm going through. Um, there's even hundreds of memes of the single girl at the baby shower, right? Who everybody's <laughs> talking about babies and she's just there like, what am I doing here? You know, And, and you don't want to put your single friends through that. So I think that's what clicks or hits you when you have babies. It's like, oh. <gasps> what now? They don't understand me. So where do I plug into? And there's those moments of desperation where you're holding the cord and you don't know where, where to plug it into. And, um, I think that's why there's those moments of like what you said, Christina, yesterday, you shed tears over friendships. Like you're still looking to see where to plug and where you fit in. It it is, es como una desconexión, no? Y, y, Y se siente. Se okay. siente que te sientes sola en esos momentos. Like, I'm hanging out here by a thread. Like, where do I plug this into? Totally. So, and my husband's like, I'm your friend. And I'm like, it's not the same. No. <laughs> it's not the same. I'm sorry. It's not. Celine, my husband will never understand what it feels like to be what you said, Nydia, what it feels to be a woman and a woman who is a mother right? There's those two different things. There's such a distinction. Whereas before I was like, I am just a mother. No, I'm a woman who happens to be a mother. I love what you said that. Yeah. And I I have to say like sneaking in a little motherhood into this as well. Um, you know, with your girl, with your daughters, this one issue is such a great connector because even if, 
so each of us is different, right? And we approach different, we probably approach friendships a little bit differently. And I definitely see that with my girls, but we can always come together on some aspect of friendships because relationships for most women are such a big thing. Uh, Well, that was our first conversation with Nydia. That was so, so good. I am just blown away by how much I can learn from even someone in a different season of life, like with older kids. I didn't realize that some of the same struggles we have, they're having with just this topic of friendship and loneliness and feeling sometimes isolated in what you're doing or like nobody gets you. So that's amazing. I love this conversation. So do I. And now you know what our fun announcement is in our collaboration with Nidia Stecky from Mox en Español. Their heart and her heart is to build community. That's how it started. And it's to connect moms in, in your area. And I'm not talking about just social media where you just send each other messages. I'm talking about in your area, in person. And really, yeah. that's the reason why Hola Mama uh, started, right? Christina, it was just out of sheer necessity of communication, of connection. So that was our exciting announcement. You will be listening to more of Nydia throughout this uh, season three. I know that she will be having um, two, three minute snippets throughout the week. So watch out for those. We will be announcing them on our Instagram account. And also she will be joining us for several episodes Um long conversations with us. So I'm excited about that. And now that you know what we're doing, we just want to say that we are so excited um, that you have given us the opportunity to join you once a week and be in your headspace, in your ears or in your home. So we are so grateful for that. For sure. Thank you so much for listening and following along. We started this out thinking that nobody would care about it. And we're just blown away by all the moms who joined us on this journey. And we can just learn so much from you guys. So thank you. Oh, totally. All right, Christina. Well, it was so nice catching up with you and reconnecting again. I'm so glad that we're in this together. So I'm looking forward to our next conversation next week. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast and find out more about us on Instagram. 